Hi, and welcome to Book Club, a Sales Enablement Pro podcast. I'm Olivia Fuller. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so they can be more effective in their jobs. When chasing down sales goals, it can be easy to look outward and focus on the external factors that influence success. But instead, true success really starts from within. In his book, Selling from the Heart, Larry Levine talks about how sales professionals can really embrace their authentic selves in the selling process to build the deep relationships that ultimately fuel success. So I'm so excited to have Larry here with us today to talk a little bit more about his book. So with that, Larry, I'd love if you could just introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about your background and your book. Uh, first of all, it's, I'm super excited to hang out with you, Olivia. So thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been a, what a journey it's been. I've taken almost 30 years of office technology sales experience all in the LA marketplace. And I've sandwiched that all into what I call my life experiences and bringing selling from the heart to the forefront. It's all about build bridging uh, sincerity, substance, and deep relationships with your current clients. Uh, it's been a dream to bring selling from the heart to the forefront. And I'm the co-host of the Selling from the Heart podcast. Fantastic. Well, I'm so excited to dive into your book and, and some of the key points that you discuss. And one of those is really the importance of developing your personal brand as a sales professional to really better connect with customers. So I'm curious, how can self-awareness and, and defining your personal values and that introspection really help salespeople ultimately experience more success in selling? Uh, it's a it's a great question. I'm going to take, if it's okay, I'm going to take um, you and your listeners back. This probably goes back about 16, 17 years ago. I remember my very first business coach and mentor taught me the whole concept behind self-awareness and self-reflection and really understanding who you are. The reason why I bring this up is I was struggling to get... Uh, calls returned, right? People were hiding behind voicemail and email. And this goes back even 16, 17 years ago. And my coach taught me the whole idea about learning how to play. And I'm going to use his exact words in the online sandbox. He said, you got to learn and understand how to build a presence online. You have to be congruent with who you are. In other words, how you carry yourself face to face I'm going to coach and replicate this, and you're going to walk that same line online. And not knowing anything other than I'm not afraid to try new things, Olivia, I just dove into this. This is before I knew what LinkedIn, what social was and all that. And I just, he started helping me build out a website and I had a little small website as a sales professional. But this is where I drove people to, to learn something about me that created a little bit of differentiation. And if we fast forward today, the same applies, but I think the tools are a whole lot different than they, than they were 16, 17 years ago. So at the heart of the book is really the concept of authenticity. But, you know, as you just mentioned, the skills that salespeople need to be successful are, are constantly changing and evolving. So I'm curious, what are some of the skills that you think that sales professionals really do need today in order to build those genuine and authentic relationships with customers? And maybe how have you seen those skills evolve even in just the last year and a half with all of the acceleration of virtual work and, and you know, digital customer engagements? 
There's a lot, but I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna really hone in on three. And I think these are the same skills, these are the same ideas, the same thoughts that apply face to face. They just have to be mirrored in the world that we live in today. First thing is we have to, as far as to build these relationships, we gotta be really intentional with how we connect with people. So I think connections part of this is how well are you gonna connect with somebody? I always say, are you gonna connect with them? Or are you gonna really connect with them? Huge difference. Because I'm a big believer that it's so easy to connect, but it's ever so difficult to truly connect, especially when you're building relationships. So that would be one of the first, I, I'm going to call them, these are all going to be C words, Olivia. So I think the first one in building these relationships is we have to be intentional with how we connect. The second is how we bring care to the forefront. And I smashed this all together and in in, it kind of paints a picture. But in order to show that you care, you got to be willing to what I call give a rip. You really have to care and you got to put it out there. Um, I think as humans, we're really cognizant. We have a, I call it a sixth sense. It's just an innate quality that we have in, in ourselves is we can sense when somebody's really caring or what I call fake caring. Care just enough to get that sale moving in the right direction. And you just, people smell fakeness almost immediately. And then one of the last things I think we need to bring to the forefront, especially what we've gone through the last year and a half or so, is we got to bring compassion to relationships. And that means, you know, I understand what you're going through. I feel for you. I can appreciate that. And when you can take the combination of intentional connections, bringing care to the forefront, and I call that just smashing it with compassion, Watch what happens to how you start building these deep and meaningful relationships. And the last thing about this is the more that you invest in these relationships, the more you're going to be able to collect on these relationships. We all know if, if you, if on the financial side of this, if you fail to invest, you're never going to be able to collect on anything that you invest. The same applies to relationships. Mm, definitely. So I, I love that you brought up that concept of care because that I think really relates to what my next question is for you, which is around the mindset of ownership and, and accountability. So, you know, in the book, you discuss the difference between average sales reps and really high performing sales professionals. And you break down that difference as, as being the top performers, having a mindset of being the CEO of their own book of business, rather than, you know, just being an employee of a company. So what are some of the best practices for motivating this, this mindset of accountability and ownership among salespeople? I, I think um, this might, this might go back to how I was raised. And if you'll just allow me the time, the time that I grew up in. So now I'm going to date myself for everybody, but I grew up pre-internet, right? A vast majority of the first, I'm going to say seven to eight years of my sales career, the internet really didn't even exist. Nothing like it is today. And so the tools and all that that we have available today, I didn't have. And the way I was brought up in sales, I didn't have SDRs and BDRs or ADRs or all the other acronyms that go with this. I was solely responsible for 100% of everything that I did. So from prospecting to all the way through the sales journey, all the way through the end, even after they became a customer, I had to do all of this myself. And I remember a long time ago, an early mentor of mine said, Larry, treat this as if you own the business. 
though you're in the four walls of this company, treat it as if it's your own business and do the things as an owner would do, as a CEO would do. And a lot of time, and, and in selling from the heart, it's not to disrespect the sales profession at all, because I love every aspect of the sales profession. However, I believe there's a huge difference between when it comes to ownership between a sales rep and a sales professional. And a sales professional is going to double down on themselves. They're going to hold themselves to a higher degree of standards and self-accountability than a sales rep. They're going to look at this and said, this is my career. I chose to be in sales and I'm going to become the best at it. And if you go in this with the mindset of I'm the CEO of my own company, then I'm going to do the things that CEOs would do as opposed to a sales rep who looks at this as I'm just an employee inside a company and I'm just going to do the things necessary just to get by. And again, Olivia, this isn't to disrespect sales. It's just to open up their minds and it's a whole mindset. I can choose to be a professional and do something about it. Or I can choose to be a sales rep and sit back and have people do things for me. I love that advice. So I want to pivot just slightly here because up until now, we've really been talking a lot about the different ways that selling authentically can help salespeople experience more personal success. But another point that you really talk about in the book and, and that you've talked about in this podcast too with the three C's is that the power of selling authentically really lies in helping customers achieve more success. And in the book, you talk about this in terms of servant leadership. So I'm curious if you can tell us how servant leadership applies to sales and, and really what does servant-led sales look like in practice? Oh, this is so, so, so good. It's chapter six of Selling from the Heart, so I love it, is I learned this later on in my career and I, I think um, in order to really understand, Olivia, what it means to serve and how this applies to sales, we have to understand it all starts with being giving. And to me, the best way, the best way I can describe this to everybody who's listening is if you want to understand what it truly means to serve, go out and lend a helping hand out in your community, out in your marketplace, give without asking anything in return because the whole concept behind serving is to give it's to help it's to do this without asking for anything in return and it, and, it, and it's a mindset and i learned this later on as i started to give back into my community is their feel good moments and to me serving is proactive and a, and a lot of times in sales, and again, this is a mindset thing, but I'm going to talk about proactive and reactive and how this all ties together, is a lot of times we're going to say, and I'm just going to use your name since you and I are on the podcast together, but I'm, you know, a lot of times we might say something like this along the way, Olivia, I'm here to provide great service. We're here to provide great outstanding customer service. Nothing wrong with that. But to me, service is a reactionary defensive move. We react to something that's happened. However, if you want to be proactive and give, then it's Olivia, I'm here to be a servant, right? I'm here to serve. What can I do to help? How can I help? 
And the only the best way to do this is the only way I know how, go out and lend a helping hand. It ties this in together, and then you'll get the full idea of what it means to serve, to serve without asking for anything in return. A lot of times this is hard for salespeople and sales leaders to understand because if we do this, then we expect something in return. Well, a servant-minded or a servant-hearted people is going to give, and it may not come back right away. But when it does come back, it comes back, it comes back, excuse me, impactful. Mm, that's fantastic, Larry. And, you know, as, as you mentioned, uh, it may not be a natural instinct or, or inclination for people to lead with authenticity. So, you know, I'm curious for our audience who are a lot of sales enablement practitioners that are focused on helping give sales teams the tools and, and the resources that they need to succeed. How can sales enablement really help sales teams embrace this mindset of authenticity and, and really help sales professionals gain the necessary skills to sell truly from the heart? Uh, I, I think sales enablement plays an important role in this because you're involved before, during, after the sales process and the journey with customers is, um, I, this is the only way I know how to explain this. And, but it's, there's the, there's the product there's the company, there's the solution, there's a service-centric you know, skill sets and things like that that enablement brings to the forefront. But if, we look, if I ask a group of salespeople, and I think here's where enablement can really help fulfill this. So if I ask a group of sales teams and leaders if relationships matter to them, there's gonna be an overarching 100% absolutely yes. But then the question comes into play, well, how are you building and growing and nurturing these relationships? And I think, um, call it soft skills. I mean, we could probably come up with some better words if we, if we really thought about this in a little bit deeper you know, thought. But I think sales enablement can help sales teams bring in the soft skills, how they better connect to the buyers and their clients. What does relationships look like? What does a genuine relationship look like before, during, and after the sale? What does it mean to truly connect? They can help provide them the tools and the skills necessary along with role-playing this out and then having them go back and ask their clients you know, what relationships look like. I think sales enablement become, can become the facilitators towards some of these soft skills to help salespeople learn what it means to sell with dignity and sell with the heart and truly connect to their clients. Absolutely. Well, Larry, thank you so much for sharing all of this with our audience. I, I know I certainly learned a ton from you. So thank you again for taking the time to share all of this. No, it's my pleasure. I had a blast. Fantastic. Well, to our audience, please do go check out Larry's book, Selling from the Heart. And thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. And if there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.